Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's the True Critic Podcast. I'm very excited about today's episode, and I'm very excited to be joined by Joe Kornakia and Teddy Hirschfield. Joe, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am very excited. Like I said, I've 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 done a lot of planning for this episode. This is our first draft on the uh, on the pod. If you couldn't tell by the title, um, Teddy, how are you doing? Doing Great. Well. So that, that um, was really basically, cool. <laughs> that was yeah. That was I really like that. Yeah. That was, like like that was cool. I don't know why we haven't been doing that from the start. Because again copyright but anyway yeah you know mm-hmm, well, whatever we're getting uh, it. <laughs> actually that's an original i wrote that song so did you no um <laughs> so yeah if you couldn't tell by the title we are doing a movie villain draft today so um instead of making a usual top five or top ten list for something like we've done in the past we will be snake drafting for our favorite movie villains so in that fashion we have no really way of deciding whose um team will end up being the best but, you know, we're just here to have some fun with it, and uh, if you, the listener, have an opinion at whose is the best by the end, feel free to let us know. You could uh, tweet you at the True Critic. That's true, at Radquist Jake, yes, yes True at, Critic. At Radquist Jake. So basically how this is going to work, we have eight categories. Like I said, we're going to draft in snake fashion, so you have to take one villain in each category. So the categories are superhero movie, action movie, comedy movie, drama, horror, or thriller is one category, animated movie, a sequel, a uh, one female villain, and then one miscellaneous slash wild card. So a couple of rules for the draft is um, that so most villains uh, are eligible for multiple categories. Um, the one example that I'm going to use for all of these rules is uh, the Joker. So if you wanted to draft Heath Ledger's Joker, you could take him if you wanted to in superhero, action, sequel if you wanted to, or like or as a wild card. So it's you'll see that that's the case for a lot of villains. Um, but the th- thing is that once a villain's gone, they're gone for good. So if I have a pick and I take Heath Ledger's Joker and superhero, he's gone for good. So you can't later draft him in like a sequel or action just because he was taken in the superhero genre or category. He's gone for good. And then, um, so different actors have been known to portray the same character throughout you know the history of cinema. So for instance, with Heath Ledger's Joker, if I take him, you are eligible to draft like Jared Leto's Joker or something like or somebody else portraying a Mark Hamill's from the animated series something or from the animated movie something like that and uh yeah other than that I think everything else is pretty self-explanatory so it's a snake fashion like I said so um if I if I had the one pick I would have one and if Joe had two he'd have two and then Teddy would have back-to-back picks and then it would go back to Joe back to me but uh I think we should just decide the draft order right now. Yeah. Let's so do I, it. I do have the random list generator thing here. All right. Let's hear it. Teddy, Jake, Joe. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Do you want to watch? I mean, it is recorded, but like, do you trust me? I believe you. Just don't, you know. Teddy, Jake, Joe. That's the order? That is the order. Okay. The 103. Wow. I didn't want to go first. I didn't want to go second. I wanted either first or third. I'm I'm happy with third. Yeah. Third is a good spot. Third is an <laughs> underrated spot. As some may say. Um, all right. So that means Teddy will have the one overall pick. I have two, and then Joe, you'll have the back to backs. I'll have three and four. Yeah. And then it'll snake from there. Uh so And to be clear, when you have your villain who can be in multiple categories, you have to specify You you yes. Yeah. You have to specify when with your pick. So wow. if I were to take Joker, I would have to say in the superhero category, I'll be taking Joker. Or in the sequel category, I'll be taking Joker. Wow. And then one other thing I want to um, preface is that with the sequel category, the only villains that are eligible for that 
are ones are villains that appear in a sequel of a movie that were not present in the original movie. So like Joker is eligible. Um, uh, we talked about like a uh, Hela from Thor Ragnarok is eligible because she wasn't in the first Thor. Right. So, but um, for instance, uh, like Thanos appears in the first Avengers movie. Yeah. It's very brief, but it's at the very end. So by our ruling, he, w- he, he would not be eligible Probably for the sequel, the sequel, but <laughs> right. he's eligible for superhero action and, Wild card. Any other questions before we get going? No, I I'm nervous. Really? Yeah, I I'm really excited. I'm, well, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm pumped for this. Yeah, I've said that like five you times. You guys are gonna kick my butt, I think. Well, we'll just see yeah. who put the work in. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm kidding, but uh, doors doors open here at the 101. So yeah, I mean, any final feelings you want to get off your chest? I mean, um, in terms of just like strategy, because I think I spent a lot of time thinking about strategy of like how I wanted to draft yeah. and. Like I said, I went through a couple uh, mock drafts just thinking of, like, what order of picking goes, I think, feels best for me. Did you? Yeah. Joe, did you have anything like that? So I um, I know Jake pretty well. So I feel like I know some of the villains that he wanted, which made me not, like, stray away from them, but made me, like, take them into account when I was picking my own. Yeah. Now, not really knowing much about, like, Teddy's taste in movies or what he likes or dislikes. Really, <laughs> really pretty much a wild card here for what he was going to go for. So my mock drafts were not super like, yeah, you know, I, I just kind of had like a couple big names that I really want. I'm going to try and get them really early. Yeah. And then, I mean, I am, mm-hmm. I'm prepared to, you know, yeah, we mentioned earlier bag and yeah. pull out some villains. How some categories are, there's, there's a bit more to choose from, but like we talked about how, the comedy category, there's a lot of strong picks there. And, like, for, yes, yeah, superhero, there's obviously tons of superhero movie villains. But, you know, there's pretty much the, the top the top chunk is so much better than what else is available. So, you know, you, you might want to get that one before you get something in comedy or something like that. Uh, Teddy, you, uh, how did how did strategizing go for you? I know well, you said you feel a little underprepared. I but feel very underprepared. Uh, I did. I do have kudos for myself, even though you guys don't care. I didn't look up anything, mm-hmm. which like when I've done these in the past, I usually like look up everything and then just kind of go off of that. Yeah. I very well could have forgotten a villain. And that, and yeah, but, but it'll be, I mean, cooler. you do have the computer in front of you. So if you do, I do last minute. No, no, no. It's competitive it's, it's, edge. It's, yeah. it's a gut thing. Yeah. You're, you're already thing. committed to the no Google. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Fair enough. Like I said, means nothing to you guys. It means a lot to me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's all about pride here at the True Critic Pod. Um, all right. You guys want to get started? Yes. I'm ready. Teddy, you want to get us going with the first pick? I do. And I didn't, we were talking about this yesterday. I don't know. You guys said that there's a universal best villain out there, and you don't. I, I think you, it is. I, I think, think there's a universal. I, there I like. Are, I know who I would take 1-1, one, one, no questions at, at asked. At the 1-1, I know who I'd take, but there are two, I think, that I that, that could go either way but there's one that i have in my heart that i would really okay. like at the one one yeah okay so my number one pick is going to be thanos whoa that that's not who, that's not who really. i have in mind no that's gonna be my and, superhero by the way okay okay uh, you have to write it down by the way i you want to yeah I can we got that. we got a whiteboard here okay stand so up. this makes things interesting i thought he was the universal the universal pick i i don't get me wrong he's definitely you know <laughs> A core He's one villain, of the but uh, I mean, I I think I know who you're gonna take yeah. next. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to say about Thanos? No, I just um, we've said it hundred times. I'll say it again. I truly believe in what he's 
you know, a great villain is someone that you believe in. Yeah. And you almost find yourself rooting for them at times because what they're doing. It makes sense, makes sense. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like you see why it's evil, but at the same time you see where they're coming from. He also has a bit of a advantage because he does have, he really does have a whole, yeah. what is it, 22 movies leading up to him. Yeah. And then really, I guess 21, if you want to say just Infinity War, but yeah, um, yeah that was going to be my hands down number one pick. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think he was definitely, I think he's the most physically threatening Marvel villain, too. Mm-hmm. Like, hands down. It's not even close. When I think Marvel villains, Thanos, for sure, first one that comes to mind. Yeah. Joe, yeah. what do you think about him? Yeah, I <clears throat> I really like this pick. He was going to be my superhero villain Okay. Um, if I got him. But I think Thanos is great for, I, I think his motive is really strong, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. like, yeah. as an audience member, you're like, I mean, is he really that bad of a guy? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. Come on. I know. But... Like him, he's super iconic. Like the whole Marvel universe, like mm-hmm. he's like the big villain. Like he's oh, like yeah. the end all be all, which I think is is great. I don't know if I would have taken him at the one oh one. He was one of the two. I yeah. will say that. But I, I figured he was gonna be your second guy. Yeah, he was uh-huh. gonna be my second guy. But I like it at the one oh one. Yeah. Um, I, I like him better than who you're about to take. I really do. That's insanity. <laughs> I, I, okay, I'll go into my my number one pick. I'll also be taking him in the superhero category. It's Heath Ledger's Joker yeah. from The Dark Knight. Um, first of all, actually, I want to take him in sequel. I'm sorry, I want to take him in sequel. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna take him in sequel. Um, Dang it! Yeah, you suck. He, I mean, what's what is there to be said that hasn't already been said about Ledger's Joker? I mean, he's become one of the most iconic performances of all time, not even villain, just straight up performance. He famously uh, um, won the Oscar for it following his passing, which is still incredibly sad. I would have loved to have seen the career he would have went on to have post dark Knight. But I mean, as far as the Joker goes in that movie, especially he, I mean the, that whole movie is on his shoulders. I mean, yes. I mean, Bale is great as Batman and the supporting cast is also awesome, but the energy of that movie is completely on Ledger's shoulders and he carries it for two and a half hours and he's so unpredictable and he, him totally embodying chaos and the fact that his entire motive is chaos makes him incredibly interesting and so much different than a lot of villains because he's usually exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Usually villains motives while sometimes are like, I want to destroy the world. It's usually for a reason like Thanos is, mm-hmm. but um, for him just being like, no, like I'm going to, I'm going to do it to do it. And like he says in the movie, like I'm like a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do if I actually got one. Like I, it, he makes him endlessly interesting and makes that movie incredibly rewatchable and makes him my favorite villain of all time. Joe, you got anything? About yeah. Him? Um, he was going to be my number one. Yeah. I, I love, love Joker. I mean, so sweet. Yeah. Heath Ledger kills it. Definitely my favorite. So mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Joe, you want to. Yeah, so I will pick. hop in. Um, I'm I'm going to take somebody also in the sequel, mm-hmm. also from the same universe, the DC universe. I'm going to take Bane. Um, I feel like my sequel category is very slim. I know it's crazy to take him at the at the 103. Uh-huh. Some might say, but I think sequel is is incredibly slim, especially for me I and agree. my favorites. So I really want to take Bane. Love him. And before I go to my next pick, if you guys want to say anything about that about Bane at the 103. Yeah, I mean, he was definitely high on my list in the sequel. You're right. The sequel is one of those slim categories, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's very solid. Yeah, I think, so but. I'm going to take Bane, and then I was really struggling with who I wanted to pick here at the superhero role because I kind of wanted Jake to take Joker in the superhero 
um, category so that I could leave it open. Mm-hmm. But now, worried because I feel like me and Jake are on the same wavelength here with our superhero villain. So I'm debating on taking him. However, I'm going to skip him for somebody else in the, I guess, action movie um, category. Known by his breathing, one of the most iconic villains, like, ever. One of my personal favorites. I'm going to take Darth Vader. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. He was, I was wondering where, I was curious what category he was he was going to be taken in. But uh, I knew it was going to be quick. Good pick, Joe. Tell you, Teddy, you got any uh, connection to uh, Darth Vader? Or? I love Star Wars. Um, he was going to be my my next your next one. My next he one. he was also the another one that I think there could be an argument for for the one one, but because he's so iconic. Well, he's the most iconic, I think for yeah. sure. But but based on our beliefs on what makes a good villain, I don't think he's quite up there. Okay, but he definitely has the yeah. I mean, like who doesn't know Darth Vader? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. We're, well, we're getting the heavy hitters out of the yeah, way. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is this is one that I I really wanted, and yeah. I was hoping like I was hoping that I could get him. Um. Well, why I'm glad I got the three spot is because I figured that Joker and Thanos were were up there for the number one contention spot. I know Jake wanted Joker. Yeah. So I knew if Jake was before me, Joker would be off the board. Really glad I could get Darth Vader. I mean, yeah. so sweet. Like, yeah, honestly, that's definitely a good one, one, one of my favorites right there. there. So I'm I'm happy with that. Good picks, Joe. Um, Thank you. I think I'm I'm going to deviate a little bit from the heavy hitters. And this next pick, I think, is... Uh, I don't know how you'll feel about this, Joe, but uh, Teddy, I think, is going to be pretty upset by Damn my pick here. In the drama, horror, thriller category, I'm taking Terrence Fletcher from Whiplash. Wow. J.K. Simmons... That's Oscar- not who I was thinking, but that one also hurts. Yeah. Wow. J.K. Simmons' Oscar-winning performance from the uh, yes. beloved movie Whiplash... Uh, one of the more quotable villains, I would say. He's incredibly vulgar and incredibly just intimidating and rude. And the thing I love so much about him is that, um, you know, Whiplash is a movie about a man's pursuit of perfection, which we all know is ultimately unattainable. Like, he's he's bound to fail eventually. And this character, that this Terrence Fletcher character, is honestly so necessary in his journey towards perfection. But you know, the character refuses to, the main character, Miles Teller's character, basically refuses to admit it mm-hmm. until it's too late, you know? And so the way that he treats him and the way that he's so hard on him is to bring the best out of um, Miles Teller's character. And uh, it's really, really effective. Like I said, he's incredibly quotable. He's he's one of the scarier villains, I think, out there. He's, oh, yeah. he, he's bald and he's jacked, and you can just see the veins popping out of his forehead in every single scene he's in. Mm-hmm. Um one just of my all black. oh yeah all, black, yeah, all the time that yeah. super tight t-shirt he's uh definitely one of my favorite movie villains and uh if you haven't seen whiplash you you've got to check it out that movie's incredible all right this puts me in the spot no yeah. one took who i really wanted who is wow. my second villain of all time even though you guys are not very high on him i just don't know what category i'm going to take him but i'm going to take syndrome oh okay and i don't yeah, know yeah I, I wanted him for sure um I know the categories make it tough. I'm going to put him in my animated. Yeah. And for my. You want to say a little bit about syndrome? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. sorry. (laughs) You want to wait? I I, I would like to talk about. Oh, okay. Fletcher. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Please. please. The thing is, I have to be writing on the whiteboard. So I have to step. Yeah. I I feel bad. You got to tell for all. It's a little tough, but so sorry. 
Man um, of the People. I love the control he has in that movie. I know. Like you can feel like you feel like sitting mm-hmm. there watching it. You want to like follow orders. Like you're like sitting up straight in your chair. Like you're. I I love him in that movie. I think underrated pick in the second round, but I love it. Yeah. I well I felt I felt like Teddy was gonna jump I on him. Ta- I was taking Syndrome Fletcher. Yeah. Right next to and sure. you know, Teddy, Teddy and I especially I know I've been devout supporters of Whiplash since we've both seen it. I know you're a fan of that movie too. I, I don't know anybody that doesn't like that movie, but um, he's really important to me. Um, I think, yeah, I remember, well, I, you know, Whiplash came out in 2014. So I was 13 when I first saw it. And I just remember watching that movie and, and you know, he's, he plays J Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man movies. And that mm-hmm. was how I knew JK Simmons. Yep. And so seeing him in that role was, it felt like watching if they let JK Sim, if they let, um, I'm sorry, J Jonah Jameson, yep. like, just they just took the leash off of him because he's already so pissed in all those Spider-Man movies, yeah. but it, it's if they just let him go all the way up to a hundred, and so I I just love that, and I think one of the big things about villains too that makes a great villain is just like imposing that fear, like we oh, talk yeah. a lot about, but like the physical presence of a villain is very important in my in my eyes, especially from a male villain, and uh, I think that he is he, I, he's just incredible. He checks all the boxes for me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was bummed. Yeah. But no one took Syndrome. Yeah. Who, who? is probably my two or three. Yeah. Um, I, I, we talked about it actually last podcast. I'm not the biggest Batman fan. Right. Yeah. So the Joker isn't, Heath Ledger, the Joker is not up there for me for my favorite. Mm-hmm. Although I do think he is one of the best. Um, not the best. Thanos is, but uh, it's a different story. <laughs> oh, Clearly. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go Syndrome in. Animated? In animated. Gotcha. And I had him. Um, this is tough. So yeah, he's in my animated, and then I really don't want to take him for my action movie. I really don't want to. We got all day. Yep, take your time. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> I'm back in the Marvel universe right now, and whoa, yeah, whoa, a little I'm, bit. Very curious. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, it's I my sequel I, one. Oh, oh, yeah. Now that. Oh, wait, oh. You both, but you both already took sequel. Yeah, you could wait. You could wait. I could. Sequel in Marvel. Yeah. Unless I don't. Unless you're talking non MCU Marvel, I don't know what you're talking about. Really? I have two villains that I like quite a bit. Oh boy. I don't yeah. know. I, We're I, very different. You, you two and me. Um, I'm going to take. I'm going to take a pick. Actually, that. None of you are going to take, but I really, no, but see, if you're not going to take it, then it makes no sense. Well, I might take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know Joe that yeah. well. I might just come I up and snatch it. I might just jump on it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the listeners love the dead air. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I can't. No, I get on it. You're, you're, in a, you're in a blender. It's. I've been there. Uh. I am going to take. I'm going to take White Goodman for my comedy. Yeah, yeah, that's Um, who I was eyeing for my next pick. I think he's the top comedy guy, and 100. That category is still open, so I think. uh, I think that I needed to get that one out of the way. Yeah, Uh, White Goodman, hilarious, super funny guy, just always makes you laugh. uh, Which, especially in a comedy movie, is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But he is also. It's one of those things where I feel like a lot of comedy movies. 
you know, you're kind of like watching. You're like, oh, there's the villain to just keep the story going. But right. With White, you gen, you want he, he him is to be on screen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's, he's endlessly incredible. quotable. And uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's didn't, funny because didn't want to take him this early, but I think yeah. you guys were you were going to. Oh yeah. I, okay. He he was my number one villain, and it was between him and somebody else for my next pick. So yeah. I mean, that was a great pick. Uh, it's funny because you know Ben Stiller, he's kind of like a household name. You know what he looks like. Should should we do we? White Goodman is the villain from Dodgeball. Oh, yeah. If yeah, you we don't should know. probably start yeah. naming movies. Here yeah. <laughs> Not that, I mean, I feel like the ones we've listed yeah. so far are pretty yeah. iconic. Syndrome, yeah. The Incredibles. Hopefully yeah. everybody knows yeah. that. Yeah, sorry. But, uh, yeah, um, like I said, though, Ben Saylor is pretty much like a household name, but it's funny because, you know, when I watch him in most of his roles, I pretty much just see Ben Stiller playing a character. But, like, something about White Goodman, like, he feels so incredibly unique and singular that when I watch Dodgeball, it's like, that's not Ben Stiller playing White Goodman. It's that's wh- that's White, White Goodman. Goodman. Yeah, you know, and yet, like you said, yeah, he's endlessly quotable, which is extremely important for a comedy villain, in my opinion. And yeah, he's just the man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I figured that Jake would probably take this, so yeah. I actually didn't even have him on my list because I thought he'd be gone before I even got to my comedy movie section. Well, but yeah, you were right in that. Yeah, yeah. in that yeah, regard, I was right. Um, but yeah, love yeah. him. Want to be on screen more? I think it's just yeah, it, it's it's a solid pick. And I don't. I, I think you are. Like I, I, I think said, it's good that you. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to take him third, but with three comedy spots still open, and I have four picks. Yeah, I feel like I had to take him. Yeah. Yeah, that's an excellent pick. Hey, <laughs> 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 Um. Yeah, I guess uh, for my third pick, then um, I'm gonna make this pick, even though I know Teddy would never make this pick, Joe. I don't know, but um, I think he is hands down the best action movie villain, in my opinion. So in the action category, I'm going to be taking Hans Gruber yeah. from Die Hard. He was my other guy. Yeah. Um, but I, I, he's, you know, I think he's good, but just, you know. Okay. I like White better. <laughs> no, I was choosing and, between White Goodman and, and Gruber. Really? Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Alan Rickman's Hans Gruber in Die Hard. He's incredibly suave, but also incredibly menacing. So it's cool because, you know, Die Hard basically set the template for so many action movies to come after it with basically, you know, it's contained to this one building and it's basically one man against an army kind of um, in a way. But, uh, you know, Hans Gruber, the leader of these terrorists that are uh, invading this building, he, like I said, so suave, but he's so menacing. He has such this presence. His voice is incredible, which is just one Mm -hmm. of Alan Rickman's trademarks who also plays like Snape in the Harry Potter movies. He's got just this deep voice, this slight accent, and he's he's just awesome. He's so fun to watch, and uh, he feels like such a uh, such a like perfect counterpart to Bruce Willis's uh, John McClane in those movies or in that movie. So uh, yeah, I love Hans Gruber. Yeah, yeah, good pick. I, I was I was I had three. There was one I knew that you guys weren't going to take, so I decided not to, and. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't really didn't think you guys were gonna take that either. Yeah. Well, when when I uh, was planning ahead to do the action category, I was trying to stay clear of superhero movies because obviously you could double dip if you wanted to. But mm-hmm. you know, when I think action movie villain, he's the first one that comes to mind for me. Yeah. So I really wanted to take him, and yeah, I'm glad I got him. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, you uh, got anything about him, or you want to move on to your next pick? Um. Other than I really wanted him, I'm ready to move on. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear three, your third and fourth picks. So third and fourth picks. Um, I know who I want to pick. So here we go. Um, <laughs> in my opinion, the 
third best superhero villain, other than Thanos and um, Joker, uh-huh. I have Green Goblin. Oh. Yep. Um, I was debating on waiting because I thought that Jake might try and snag him. Willem Dafoe, great. Love him. Um, so awesome. I think Green Goblin is just, like, great. He's one of the first ever, like, action figures I ever got. Really? That's Green cool. Goblin. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Huge Spider-Man fan when I was younger, too, so mm-hmm. Green Goblin just feels right here. Are you sure you don't want to take James Franco's Green Goblin here? Um, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, Willem yeah, Dafoe is great. Dafoe is, yeah, he's great yeah. as Green Goblin. He was, he was, I thought, the best part about even Spider-Man No Way that Home. That is the, the main it's reason funny. I picked him. It's funny. 20 years later, he's still just as menacing and as yeah. scary as that villain, or as he was in the uh, original yeah, Spider-Man. The great pick, yeah. yeah. Save the movie. <laughs> Some might say. <laughs> Um, your next pick? My next pick. Uh, so I'm actually going to dip into the wild card here. Whoa, just because, early. Whoa. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm going early. That's because this is a villain that I personally really like. Um, I've been a huge fan of the series, uh, like, my whole life. My family loves the, the movie series as well. I'm going to take Voldemort from Harry mm. Potter. Whoa. Now, I know, I... I have a feel, just because of your reactions to it, I feel like this is not a highly contested pick. However, I love him. I think he's also really iconic. Yeah. Um, I needed to get him on my on my villain team. He felt right. And so just because I feel like my other picks are pretty, um, I don't want to say secure, but <laughs> I feel like I can kind of lock in um, my next four picks after this. I'm going to take Voldemort now because I don't want him on any of your teams. Yeah, that's that's a good pick. He was definitely on my list somewhere. You're right, he wasn't at the top, but I mean, if he would have fell to me, I would have been happy to take him in the later rounds. Um, I think Ray finds the guy who plays Voldemort. Your, it, oh, oh, God, is never great. Mind, never mind. <laughs> and then uh, almost had a draft board mishap, but we figured it out. No, no, no. And then it was uh, my fault. My fault. Yeah. When isn't your fault? All right. Um, anyway, Voldemort's great, and I think I really like the design of that character too. The way they did him for the live those live action uh, Harry Potter movies and. Yeah, solid pick. Thank you. Teddy, you got anything about Voldemort? Not a big Harry Potter fan. Um, yeah, not my favorite franchise, but I yeah. like it. Yeah, it's, it wasn't on my list, but I could see why you picked him. Yeah. You know? um, all right, it's back over to me now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my female villain out the way because I have one that I really want to take. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's um, Amy Dunn from the movie Gone Girl. Have you guys seen that movie? Lo- I love that movie. It's so really, yeah. so much. It's, I yeah. um I saw it like for the first time I think like last year. Okay. And I was like, how did I how have I not seen this movie before? This is I know. Awesome. It so is. yeah, love it's, it. She was my number one as well, but Yeah. Hey, like I said, uh there is some really good female villains out there that I found but uh that I thought about, but She's she stuck out like a sore thumb to me yeah. when I was looking for those. So Gone Girl, if you haven't seen it, um, Ben Affleck and Rosamund Pike. Rosamund Pike plays Amy Dunn. It's directed by David Fincher, guy who did, uh, you know, Fight Club, Seven, um, Panic Room, and uh, so many other good movies uh, like Zodiac and uh, Social Network. And so, not only is it just a great performance by her, but um, what I love so much about this movie is that it it um, it messes with the audience's loyalty a lot. So basically the movie is about this married couple, Ben Affleck and Rosamund Pike, and she basically, like, uh, she she fakes her own death, but there's no body, 
and she she stages her own death sort of so it looks like her husband murdered her so it turns into this huge you know nationwide news story and the public just turns on um the Ben Affleck character without even really knowing all of the you know all of the clues or like basically what's really going on and so for the first you know hour or so of this movie she's she's really not even in it and the movie's two and a half hours long so it's but in my opinion it flies by and so it's not till you know later in the movie where she comes back and she was like and she just unveils this plan of like how she wanted to fuck him over and just like how much she ruined his life but at the same time like what she did is totally not okay and she does things throughout the movie to basically like cover her tracks and um, basically finalize her plan that are just like so downright despicable and inhumane that like, like you can't believe she's doing them, but Rosamund Pike plays it with such a confidence and swagger and like, so it, she totally works and she's, she's great in this movie and I'd love to see her in more roles like this. And I thought Amy Dunn, in my opinion, is by far the best female villain out there. Tadley, definitely check the movie out because yeah. I know you said you haven't seen it. It's, it's not, yeah. well worth the watch. Yeah. That movie is awesome. I, it is I'm really a cool. Huge fan of it. Yeah. You want to make your next picks, Ted? I do. Um, I'm going to take two back to back from movies I like that I don't think. Jake, you might take either of these. I don't know about Joe. For my female villain, I am going to take Adelaide from Us. Ooh, okay. Now, does okay. She, I mean, she is the, the spoiler alert, mother who ends up being the villain. Right. So does that still count? I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, well, like... Because I want the Adelaide who is the who you think is the mom the whole time. Oh, uh... Mm, sure. Yeah, well, I mean, it, yeah, I'll allow it. You know what? I mean, because, like, it could go... Yeah, Sure. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Technically speaking, she is. Are you sure? Wait, hold on. Want... So you want, you want the one who is portrayed as the mother for the whole. Correct. Where, yeah, because you know, I'm sorry if you're listening. You haven't seen us, but you yeah, remember. Spoiler how, alert! If how it ends, you know, they they switched yeah, when they were yes, when like really young, yeah, not even ten years old or whatever, and so yeah, I guess I I, yeah, to vote like I, like no, no, it no, makes I, sense. Yeah, it you does can make have sense. Her. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. I want her for my female. Okay. And I'm going to take payment as my I thought movie. you were going to do this hereditary. Yes. <laughs> no, not a, not Hell, a good pick. Hell, payment. <laughs> um, no, I, I like it. The reason I like payment is because uh, he's there's there's not a physical presence of payment. Right. It's the idea of him, and then it's portrayed by the light. Right. But he is the driving force. For the record, I was thinking about Joan also for my female villain. Really? Yeah. That would have been kind of sneaky. Yeah. Maybe um, wild card? Maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, Payment, I think is, I love Hereditary. You guys, oh, yeah. You know this. Um, yeah, I thought you were going to take, either one of those, I thought you were up for grabs. Yeah. I Well, it's the same thing when I saw, you know, when we decided to put drama, horror, and thriller all in the same category, I went right to Fletcher right away. Yeah. And it's kind of like with the Amy Dunn thing, it was like. Yeah. But, oh, I definitely thought about Payment. Oh, yeah. And Hereditary, you're right. Unbelievable yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, I really do I really do like the idea that he, there's never a physical, like, oh, this is Payment. It's almost like the light thing you have to figure out, too. Yeah. It's oh, not yeah. very clear that it's Payment, which I think. Well, that's that's part of the reason why I think Hereditary is so rewatchable. Oh, that's, yeah. That's one of many aspects. Yeah. But you're right, is that the villain is literally not a physical presence for the entire movie. Right. So going back and seeing how he is portrayed throughout the whole movie is really cool. It's really cool. And he takes, obviously different forms yep. throughout the throughout the movie. So 
very big fan of Payman. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Adelaide and Payman. All right, good picks. Joe, you got anything to add on those? Yeah. Um, oh boy. <laughs> okay, so no, no, it, it's I can't say much about the Hereditary pick because I haven't seen the movie. Um, my, me with horror movies is not great because my suspension of disbelief is like really good in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. So horror movies just like they get deep into me, and I'm like, <laughs> like, hate to be a little kid here, but I'm like scared for weeks. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Dark so sc- yeah. yeah. So horror movies really don't resonate with me super mm-hmm. well. So that was my my hardest category. But okay. hey, if you guys agree on it, I I probably would have too if I've seen the movie. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it Hereditary is a very interesting horror movie because it is it's extremely scary but it's so unconventional from what you think of when you think of the term horror movie when i think of hereditary i think of unfolding like it every just minute yeah. you watch the story just slightly unfolds more and you're more. right it's yeah very tense it's very tense very it is scary like i said but it, it plays out almost more like a mystery i think than than the a horror movie. horror yeah the drama horror thriller yep mm-hmm. yeah hail pain and so before I make my next pick, should we do a quick rundown for the listeners of where we're at yes. so far? Yes, sorry. Okay, I'll do that. So do you want me to say who mine are and then you say who yours are and then Sure. We could okay. do we could do that. Oh oh we're gonna be listing our teams. So far. Yeah, we'll oh, just yeah, give yeah, a rundown yeah, yeah. so everybody can get caught up. I have uh, Thanos in my superhero category. My mm-hmm. action I have yet to pick. White Goodman in my comedy, Payman from Hereditary in my drama horror thriller, Syndrome in my animated Sequel I don't have yet, and I have Adelaide from Us in my female, and I don't have my wild card yet. Well, well done. Thank you. Thank you. And then for me, so I haven't picked my superhero yet. I've got Hans Gruber in action. Comedy is still blank. Drama horror thriller, I have Terrence Fletcher. Animated, yet to pick. Sequel, I have Heath Ledger's Joker. Female is Amy Dunn, and then I'm also yet to pick my wild card. What about you, Joe? Where are you yeah. at? So I have for my superhero, I have Green Goblin. Um, for my action, I have Darth Vader. For my sequel, I have Bane. For my wild card, first one to take wild card, I have Voldemort. And the ones I have left open are comedy, drama, horror, thriller, animated, and female. All right. I, I think we're all in pretty good pretty good spots so far. Yeah, the, so far I'm liking this. Yeah, I like our lists feel pretty personalized to each of us, yes. which I like a lot. Yeah. Um I'll be uh I'll do my animated villain right now, I think. This worries me. I'm gonna take Scar from the Lion King. Oh, yes. it's yeah, it's a good pick. Um, if yeah. I if I didn't if I took Syndrome and uh, anything else, I was taking Scar. Yeah, I uh, I big Scar fan. Lion King is an incredible movie. Um, the animated one that is not the uh, also animated but quote live action one from a couple of years ago. But yeah, Scar is incredibly you know menacing. He uh, he represents everything that. Uh, that Simba fears pretty much. And, you know, there's that blood relation. So it's like, he feels this sort of, um, responsibility towards Scar, I think. And he feels at fault for his father's death. I think a lot of the time and Scar frequently reminds him that he is guilty for it, even though he's not. But, uh, so yeah, Scar, I think is really good at, um, you know, getting to, uh, Simba's weaknesses. And he's also got that menacing, um, just way about him, and I think he he works really well for the movie he's in. I love the design of him, how they use like black in his fur mm-hmm. to make him more uh, like ominous in a way, and uh, his like green greenish eyes that are really cool. They really stick out, and so yeah, Scar is a great animated villain, and he definitely uh, definitely is one of my favorite there. Yeah, I like the Scar pick. Um, wasn't who I had in mind. 
Um, leaves my animated villain or animated villain open, which I'm really happy about. But Scar is a great pick. He was on my my list of three. Yep. He's in my honorable mentions for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. Um, I was I was gonna I had another animated villain in mind, and I wonder if it's who you're gonna take. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, you want you want to hop over to your picks now, or you got yeah. anything to add about Scar? Today? No, I love Scar. Like I said, uh, if I didn't get the number one pick, yeah, or the if I really if I was three, I was gonna probably put Syndrome in my superhero. Oh. Yeah, and I was in a I was gonna take Scar. Oh, nice. Animated. But uh, obviously didn't because I got Syndrome. Okay. Thanos syndrome. Very nice. Hey, JJJ. JJ. <laughs> All right, Joe. Hit us with your uh, next two picks. Was right. this five and six? Yeah. yeah. I will I will close out the um, animated movie category for all of us. Go for it. With my animated villain. <clears throat> this is one of my... Um, it, it's, it's my favorite animated villain, I think. I love the movie. I don't know if you guys are going to agree with the villain as much. I'm going to take Turbo from Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> oh! And um, who were who you thinking? Uh... I was thinking, well, technically they're still eligible. I could take them in another category. Oh, I might okay. do we'll it. We'll talk about it later then. Yeah. So, love Turbo. Love Wreck-It Ralph. Um, I just like the fact that Turbo just, like, wants to be, like, still, like, in the racing games. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that was his whole thing. Yeah. And I, I love his character. I think he's I think he's great. And, yeah, he's, yeah. he's one of my favorite animated villains ever. Yeah, I think Wreck-It Ralph's a really slept-on Disney yes. movie. I think it's really, really... Uh, Rewatchable. I loved all the the voice casting for that movie too, and I think Turbo, aka King Candy, is another one of those uh, um, another one of those great castings there. And yeah, he works really well. And when you see him like turn and show like what yep. he what he really is, it's really it's really effective in that movie. Yeah. And uh, I think it leads to a great climax in that uh, what's it called Sugar Rush. Yep. Is Sugar in Rush. that game. Yeah. Yeah. Good pick. Good pick. I like that out of you. Teddy, you got any thoughts on Turbo, King Candy, Wreck-It Ralph? Uh, was not on my list, but if it's yours, it's yours. I love it. Yeah. Love that. Big big Turbo fan. Um, I I love how it's kind of like hidden for for majority of the movie. You really like think that like, um, I think it's Penelope von Schweetz. <laughs> yeah, is, that's correct. Is actually um, a glitch. Yeah. And you think that's just like part of like the game and then you kind of realize how it all unfolds. Yeah. Love Turbo. I think it's great. Um, going into my sixth pick here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my my female, um, and she is also from an animated movie. I am going to take Fairy Godmother from Shrek 2. Oh. <laughs> yes. So, yes. I think, so Shrek 2 is one of my favorite animated movies ever. Oh, like, the, I've watched it I many watched times. All, well, the first two Shrek movies especially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but I didn't I, I think that... Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that Shrek 2 is just like... It's phenomenal. I mean, yeah. I, I love it. I, I think it's great. And w- when I like knew that we were going to be doing like the female, you know, ca- like when we when we when we decided on the categories, I was like, I I want. It's a sleeper pick. I want it. I love this pick. So fairy godmother is my female. I love that. Oh, that's a yeah. great. Yeah, I had a couple of categories like that where I was like, I think I'm going to take this person this category, and I think I know I'm safe to take them. Ex- that was so, one, that yeah. was one yeah. of those uh-huh. where I was like, I don't think anybody's going to be taking fairy godmother, but. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Teddy, got anything else you want to add I about lo- Shrek? I you love, seem like a big Shrek guy. I love guy. Shrek, and I love Shrek 2 even more. I love, um, uh, let's see, animated characters are gone. Yeah. And I'm the only one with the sequel, so I have the ability to say this. Um, Fairy Godmother I love. I also love Fiona's dad in Shrek 2 as a villain. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the reason... and. Probably not going to take him, but just saying, uh, 
that movie is so relatable, like to the whole actual meeting the parents thing. Yeah. Which we talked about is like a great thing that makes an animated movie such a great movie is when a parent can enjoy it or yeah. an adult can enjoy it and relate to it. And the whole like, oh, meeting your son-in-law thing, I think is hilarious and phenomenal. I, I love that movie. Yeah. Great pick, Joe. Favorite was, pick so far. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's, that was the most entertaining pick so yeah. far. Yes. I, will give I think that. I, I think I have, honestly I think I think my comedy movie villain will will be the one that surprised you guys the most. Oh wow. Okay. Well, that puts pressure on me then because, like I said, I have three in that category that I'm going through in my head right now. Yeah, I still have three, but I'm going oh. to pick the one that um, not, I, I want to call it like a sleeper pick, but I think it's just one that. I just like love the most personally, and even though it might not be like high on your guys' list, I think it's gonna round out my team very. Yeah, nicely. I'm excited to hear it. Um, I'm for my sixth pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop down into the wild card category. Um, I'm gonna save comedy and superhero for last, but in the wild card category, I'm gonna take uh, Colonel Hans Landa from Inglorious Bastards, <laughs> um, played by Christoph Waltz. The role that really got him, you know, on the scene. Um, another one of those guys, he's, he's not big. He's, he's actually very, he's small. He's kind of sort of like dainty looking almost. And he's very, uh, his mannerisms are, he's very calm, but he's, you know, and he, uh, he's always laughing at his own jokes, Mm -hmm. but he is so sinister beneath the surface. He, he like gets, he gets under your skin really well. He's like throughout the movie, you peel back these layers of him and, uh, yeah, he's incredibly entertaining. Um, he's also the second Hans on my list, which I'm very happy about. And uh, yeah, I mean, and he just sets the tone so well in that opening scene. If you have you guys seen Inglorious Bastards? Yes, okay. a long time ago, but yeah. yeah. So there's the opening scene that takes place yeah. in the farmhouse, and there's the uh, the Frenchman that's harboring um, Jews on, underneath his floorboards, and they have this like 30 minute conversation. They're talking about just like milk and you know just these random things, and at the very end, Hans Landa just like, you know, with the snap of his fingers, pretty much just brings in his men and they just shoot up the floorboards and just kill these Jews. One of them does escape and sets the tone for the movie, but that is such a such a way to introduce the villain and just all of his his little quirks and, like, ticks throughout the movie. They're so entertaining, and it makes him very quotable and rewatchable. And, yeah, I'm a big Hans Landa fan. I really wanted to get him somewhere on my list. Okay. <laughs> I don't really know what I want to do here. Um... I'm going to ask if this movie counts as an action movie. And if not, it's going to be my wild card. Okay. It's right. going to be Costello from The Departed. Jack Nicholson's Costello from The Departed. Okay. Uh, I would say that does not count as an action movie. I no. wouldn't classify it as yeah. an action movie. Mm-mm. Sorry. That's tough. I mean, yeah. there's like, there's some fight scenes. I wouldn't even call them <laughs> fight scenes as much. I mean, like, there's a couple of shootouts. Yeah. I, I didn't expect it to be, but yeah. I, if I was going to go it, for yeah. it, I could. Uh, so he'll be. It, that's a great pick, though. Yeah. yeah he'll be my uh, my wild card then. Um, watched Departed for the first time three, four months ago. Amazing movie, great yeah. movie. I was it really bummed I didn't watch it earlier. Just mm-hmm. got put on Netflix, I think, not too it long did, ago. Yeah. And I watched it, and I was like, "Gosh, I love this movie." Top so to bottom, yeah, yeah. very so good, good movie. awesome movie. Yeah, um, yeah, it's you know really did not like Shutter Island, so it was really good to see. And but I love Wolf of Wall Street, and yeah. so this is another movie with. The duo, yeah, the combo that Leo Scorsese, yeah. Um, so yeah, good pick. Thank even you. Even though you know, even though spoiler alert, he is an FBI informant the whole time. So well, but I know, know I'm kidding. Yeah, 
He that's a great. He's pick. the good guy. He's yeah. the good guy. I, <laughs> yeah. I think Jacob Pick doesn't count. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> oh. I'm erasing it from the board now. <laughs> Jack Nicholson in general is a just scary ass guy. Oh yeah. And I think he makes a great villain just being him. Yeah. Um <sighs> Superhero movies also count as action movies, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um I will take Ultron for my action movie. I don't what? Yeah, I'm a really big fan of Ultron. The AI deal and the whole you know, like uh, he was created to protect him, and in his eyes, protecting the world is uh, killing everybody, which I think is an interesting take. And I'm not the biggest fan of the movie Age of Ultron, but I think Age of I think Ultron himself is a really cool villain. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't love that he was created by Stark and um, Banner, but I do think it's a really cool n- twist, and I think that. The Marvel movies in general have been very, like, you know, culturally opening. Like we said, like Thanos, like killing half the people, like, oh, it makes sense. And I think it's kind of a cool idea, like ties the whole AI versus humanity thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big fan of Ultron. I think James Spader is a perfect voice for him, too. I was too. just about to say. I <laughs> yeah. think the only reason you like him is because it's Robert yeah. California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that leaves my sequel open, which I have a ton of options. So I'm actually okay with myself. Okay. But yeah. Alrighty. Um you guys interesting. To say? That was a curveball. I was yeah. expecting that. Was not expecting that either. Pretty it, in my opinion, he's very mid. I do think he does get unnecessary hate in terms of uh like cuz I think a lot of people shit on him more than he deserves. Um but you know like I think why I like Ultron, I think uh I have gone on record saying that Civil War is one of my favorite Marvel movies, mm-hmm. and I think the whole Sokovia Accords thing is really interesting, and so, you know, the fact that without Ultron and Ultron's motives and everything, we don't get the whole Sokovia issue. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I like him for that aspect, and the fact that he is so um, essential to a part of that overarching story that I really enjoy. So I like it for that reason, but yeah, and I think, you know, while you're watching the movie, at least for for me, I remember enjoying him while I'm watching the movie. But it was one of those things where once the movie ended, I felt like I couldn't remember much about him or that movie as a whole. Really? Yeah, I feel I feel like Ultron, the Age of Ultron in general is a, just a really forgettable movie. Well, sorry, are you going to say something, Joe? Uh, I'll, I'll go after you. I was just <laughs> going to say, like I said, Age of Ultron is not in my top of Marvel movies. Yeah. But I do think it's a very, it's a, it's a different villain than the rest of the MCU. And I, I do think he sets up a lot. You know, I look at a lot of MCU movies, and this is probably not the right thing to do, but I look at a lot of MCU movies as how they um, contribute to the whole MCU universe. Yeah. Instead of more like single movies, mm-hmm. which is probably why I'm bigger on Thanos again, because he has so many movies leading up to him. And I think you're right. I think he's very important coming up to Civil War. I didn't think you guys were going to take him, but I am a bigger fan. And I don't know. I'm surprised you didn't take him in the sequel category. Yeah, because it is Avengers two. It is. And yeah, I have, yeah. Um, and he's not in the first I have, one. No. The problem is, is I have. <laughs> so I was debating between him and Winter Soldier, which both of them could oh. be sequel or action. Okay. And okay. And to be honest with you, I have a ton of sequels. Okay. Wow. And uh, I might not even take Winter Soldier. Wow. Because yeah. I'm gonna take him in superhero. No, Me I'm next. Kidding. I'll take him. <laughs> no. Yeah. no. I um. 
I first of all, I thought sequel was was a, a very slim category. So did I. I, yeah. um, I, had, I, had, I had a harder time. I have with a lot that of category. fun ones. I oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I really thought that like, I mean, I knew that Joker was not going to be, you know, like unless I got him like really early. Like I don't think I, I wouldn't. I wasn't going to get him in like sequel. So I wanted Bane really early on because Bane is one of my favorite characters. I asked Jake like the day yeah. we came up with the categories if Bane would fit. Yeah. And um, but okay, more on Ultron. I honestly, I think one of my favorite parts about him is that, like, the Avengers make him. Like, they make him as, like, yeah, a good thing I like in the first aspect. place. And that, like, well, it didn't turn out how they, they originally wanted. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. he ended up being, like, this supervillain uh-huh. who almost tried to, you know, kill everybody. I agree. One of the more interesting things about it, for me, I think, is that, basically, Ultron going wrong and everything is kind of like a like an ego check to Tony yeah. Stark. Yep. Oh, absolutely. I think that's one of the more interesting things about it. But yeah. I do think it... it Felt kind of similar. I mean, obviously, I think the newest Spider-Man was far worse, but it felt like it was more like creating a story, and okay. it, like like not knowing how to. So it's like, oh, what if we just like make them do it themselves? Kind of, yeah. Thing, you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, that makes yeah. But I like I said, I think it's a really cool idea of like protection. Yeah, yeah. I I like yeah. how it becomes like, like the that. polar opposite. Like w- the plan was to make a shield around the world, and then it ends mm-hmm. up being like, okay, he's trying the to kill only way to protect the world is kill the humans and the Avengers. Yeah. Because so they're, they're killing the world. Right. I do yeah. like that. And leading that into civil war, I think this, this brings up a converse, conversation that I want to talk about, like about like superheroes and, and when we get to civil war, if we even do get to it, because I feel like it might be your super villain guy, your superhero movie villain. Uh, maybe talking to Jake here. Yeah. Um, might be, because I know how much you enjoy said character. Um, I, I don't, I, it's not going to be. Him. Okay. So one thing that, uh, I really like Civil War. I think it's like a great movie, and I think that like the whole like Sylvia Cords thing. I like, I like that, but I don't like that. You know, like when I was like a kid, like you don't want to see like your like you know your favorite band splitting up. You know, yeah, you're okay. like oh dang it, they're yeah, <laughs> you don't like each other anymore. <laughs> uh-huh. But I just think like I, I like the Sylvia Cords thing, but I also think it's really stupid. Okay, because, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I thought. Uh, you know, their efforts with the Scovia Accords to just try to like bring in real world consequences. Yeah, I, I yeah, Scovia Accords. Whether you think they're successful or not, I I just like I like where their head was at with it. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, all right, if superheroes were real, there would definitely be government consequences for right, these actions. Absolutely. So the fact that they tried it, I think, is what I admire about it the most. Yeah, and I you're right. There's aspects of it I think they don't stick the landing, but I do like the Scovia Accords storyline. Yeah, well, a yeah. lot. I, I think it's really cool that, like you said, like the the attitude check or the ego check. Yeah, and it's, it, it's very different. Like I said, than every every other Marvel movie. Right. I mean, yeah. you have your like Earth villains, but you you know they're all like, oh, I'm gonna kill everyone. Right. Where mm-hmm. you know it's like, again, I'm like blow up the city. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you gonna do about it? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stop you right now. <laughs> But yeah, again, I don't know if you guys agree with it, but I do think that humans are killing the earth. And so like it is one other thing where I was like, you know, Ultron's got a point. All right. I kind of uh, see it. I that's fair. I see yeah. that. Um, All right. Yeah. I don't I don't think Ultron's Ultron is a bad pick. I think that I like the Avengers villains more cuz it's like, oh, well, it's it's a bigger villain cuz you have to have the whole Avengers team to take him down. It's not right. just mm-hmm. like, oh, Captain America's here. Okay. Bang, yeah. Bang, 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 yeah. yeah. Shield. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. He's bang, 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 bang. <laughs> he buys fishes and everything you know about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Um, I think I'm ready to take my superhero villain. Now. Okay. Um, this is somebody that also is eligible for the sequel category. 
and I'm taking them in just the superhero category. From Spider-Man 2, I'm going to take Doc Ock. Good pick. I was, good pick. I've been sitting here for a good majority of the draft thinking about who I wanted to take in that category since I left it open, and he he feels right to put there. Um, Alfred Molina's performance as Doc Ock I think is like really, really great. I think he's a genuinely like awesome actor, one of the best ones we have, and he brings a level of like uh, – He's incredibly scary as Doc Ock, but he's also, uh, you know, it's very easy to empathize and sympathize with him. You you feel bad for him. You see this sort of mad scientist being created. And part of the reason why I also love his character so much is because how much um, Peter Parker looks up to Otto Octavius. Yeah. You know, how much he, like, you know, wants to be like him when he's older and to see, like, somebody that's a hero in his eyes become so corrupted I think is a really cool storyline and Spider-Man two is uh, widely known as one of the better superhero sequels and straight up sequels period, you know, one that really builds on the original. And I, I definitely feel that way about it. And there's so some truly iconic action scenes with uh, Doc Ock and Spider-Man, the, the one um, on the train. Yep. And then even the one where um, Doc Ock robs the bank. Yeah. The, those scenes are great. And uh, great. I, th- I think Spider-Man two is a really great movie. And I think uh, it wouldn't be the same without Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Good pick. Thank Good you. Great pick. Yep. Thank yeah. you. Yep. He was mm-hmm. one um, that I was going to have, and he was my second sequel uh-huh. if I didn't get Bane. Okay. But, um, gotcha. Yeah. I, I don't. Are we going to do maybe like honorable mentions or people that didn't make the list after? Yeah. This, once or? we're done with the draft, we'll definitely mention I, some people that. I have a lot of comedy villains. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to. Okay. Then I, yeah, I will you, wait. You have your week. last two picks now, though. Yeah. I'm going to wait then because um, I was going to talk about Zemo. Yeah. That's I, what, I knew that's what you were going for. And I am. I am. Known for being, because a lot of people say Zemo sucks as a Marvel no. villain because he's just False. he's just a person and he like, hey he doesn't even do anything. But it's he like, reads the book in Russian exactly. But you know I like Zemo so much because he, like I said, he is just a person and he's like, these people have ruined his life and he's like the only way that I can get back at them is to make them turn on each other. Yeah, and so I I love that idea of it and uh, yeah I like Zemo a lot. Yeah. And I, I think he gets a bad rap. I'll I, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. talk about him later in the honorable mention yeah. section, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I thought that's what you were going after. Yeah. So would have been would have been a, a ballsy pick, but uh, I, I just like Doc Ock too much. Yeah. All right. Let's round it out for my team: um, comedy and drama, horror, thriller. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I'll take my I'll save my comedy for the, for the next one. I'll okay. I'll take my my drama horror thriller at seven. Um, I'm going to take Pennywise from It. Oh, um, he was he was on my list. Yeah, so I just recently watched It. Like I again, horror movies not my thing. Don't get a kick out of it. Really mm-hmm. get completely scared. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I, I think that Pennywise is is creepy. You know, I mean, like it's a story. I think that the the thing that makes Pennywise also great is that it's like the protagonists are are kids. Yeah, so just like it feels like. I mean, I guess it. Also, kind of makes him look like, oh well, he got beat by a bunch of kids. Like, what the yeah, heck? What a loser! What a freaking loser! <laughs> stupid clown! <laughs> but like, I, I think Pennywise is super creepy. Um, so that is gonna be my pick at the drama drama horror thriller. Yeah. So, as someone who doesn't watch a whole lot of horror movies either, is it worth the watch for me? It is definitely worth the yeah. watch. Yeah. No, it's worth the watch. I mean, it was one of the movies where I was like, like movie ended, I'm dripping in sweat, like <laughs> freaking out, but I'm like. 
That was kind of good. Is sore from all <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm looking at the screen through my blanket, and I'm like, oh, it's over yeah. now. Well, the interesting thing about it, I think, is that as much as it is a horror movie, because it is you know, definitely a horror yep. movie, it's pretty scary at parts, it's equally as much a comedy movie. And the kids, their banter, their relationships are what really make the movie. And, you know, it can be difficult, difficult for a movie to balance tones like that, but I think that movie does it really, really well. I think It Chapter 2 really struggles with that and it is ultimately a a big letdown but i think that first it movie is really 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 strong and i would recommend it if you haven't seen it well i just might okay (laughs) hbo max check it out all right joe all right hit us with that comedy coming in comedy movie um this one i i have a few okay but as do i as do i my villain is um Man, this is really tough now because now I'm now I'm looking at my list. I love all these so much, but I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a comedy villain duo. I'm gonna mm. take Harry Ooh, and Marv. Marv yep. <laughs> Harry and Marv <laughs> from yep. Home Alone. Yep, that is yes. who I'm taking. They were good uh, pick. I I thought about them. I didn't realize we could have done duo. Yeah, but uh, I still if, like, if we can, I can. Yeah, no, I can make it. I have def- no problem. With you're it. definitely allowed to do Harry and Marv. They uh, great pick. Yeah, great pick. Great pick. Um, one of the things I love so much about that this pick is, uh, uh, well, Home Alone came out in the same year as Goodfellas, which Joe Pesci won an Oscar for, and that movie. You know, one of the things about it is that it's incredibly vulgar, and yeah. so you know, there's a couple hundred f words in the movie mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. And so for Joe Pesci to go from that where he's playing this gangster, swearing all the time, yep. he's a hothead, to go where he's basically the same thing. You know, he's a burglar. He's a hothead for sure, but he can't swear. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. whole movie's just like... <laughs> like I, that cracks me up every time I watch it. Yeah. And he is hilarious. But uh, and Marv, uh, Marv is Marv just... Is Marv is <laughs> the perfect sidekick of just a bumbling idiot. Yeah. But he is so funny and like... I, again, they they are they are the perfect duo. Definitely yeah. a great yeah. pick. Absolutely great pick. Mm-hmm. Great thank pick. Yeah, I I was you got a good it. list. You got a good list. Yeah, you do. thank you. Um, feeling confident in it, but Harry and Marv, I was like, I was thinking about it. I have some other picks on here that that I definitely want to talk about, but I was like, I I love this movie. I watch yeah. it like. You know, oh, that's a Christmas yearly season. watch it for is. me. It's yeah. a yearly oh, watch. Yeah. Exactly. I love one and two. Yeah, one both and two are both great. Uh-huh. Both great. I love. I think just like. Just like the dumb, like like three Stooges esque comedy, yeah. Like the very slapstick, yeah, very uh-huh. slapstick. Just like, you know, the tar on like the, yeah. the steps and the nails, and it's just like so. You're like and the second mm-hmm. one with the bricks. Yeah. I was just, I was just <laughs> about to. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. well, when they get up to the roof too, and Mark <laughs> suck brick kid, yeah, <laughs> misses him by like fifteen feet. <laughs> I just, That's I, amazing. I love it. Um, and I was like thinking about it, like thinking about like the comedy movie villains, because I'm not gonna lie, like at first I was like having like a little brain fart, and then it just like all flooded, in, and I was like, these guys are, they're on my list, I want them. Yeah. So great pick, definitely. They were they were on my list too. Um, there they, is there is there for sure. If yeah. I if I had to rank the comedy villains, I had luckily this is the guy that I rank number two. So with my comedy vil- comedy movie villain, I'm gonna be taking uh. Shooter McGavin yep. from yes. Happy Gilmore. Shooter yeah. McGavin. Um, Great villain. He's just hilarious. And I, I love how pissed off he gets. Uh, he, I love it because, you know, he thinks the protagonist, Happy Gilmore, is just ruining the game of golf. And that's, like, his main motivation the whole movie. 
and he's just such an asshole about it. And, uh, you know, he's always just like digging himself a bigger grave. Like the whole, like, uh, he's trying to intimidate happy. Like he yeah. buys his grandma's house and then he's like, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. Yeah. And he's always, like, no, no, <laughs> like always just like trying, trying to be so cool and trying to be so intimidating and trying to be yeah. such this badass and just constantly having happy and the people around him just look at him just like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. And, I love that so much. It's a hell of a drive, 450 feet, huh? <laughs> now, how do you finish again? Dead last? <laughs> yeah. Getting yeah, a good day, though. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I love his like swagger and yeah. just his little like when he sinks a putt, the little like, psh, like yeah. little shoots it <laughs> at the end. Like, like, Two kill that, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And just yeah, like hiring, point. hiring a guy to hit happy with a car is yeah. great. Um, I like when. Shooter McGavin gets into Happy Gilmore's happy place. And, oh like, yeah, he makes out with his grandma. <laughs> yeah, and he's got like the leather jacket on. And he flips the collar. The mask yeah. with the tongue. Yeah, the kiss mask. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so funny because it's unfortunately I'm drawing a blank on the name of the actor that plays him, but it's now funny because you know that movie came out 30 years ago, and it's mm-hmm. funny because you know the rest of his life that guy is no longer known as who he yeah. actually is. He's known as Shooter he, McGavin. He has McGavin. a very big Twitter presence. That- presence that is awesome yeah I, I know it's uh it's sick and i love shooter mcgavin yeah. so I'm, I'm glad i got him christopher mcdonald that's it yep i kept wanting to say christopher mcquarrie and i was like that's yeah. he makes the mission impossible movies anakin skywalker <laughs> yeah he was my number two as well okay well yeah i'm glad we're on the same page about him yeah all right, Teddy, round us out give us your sequel villain my sequel uh saved it for the end because didn't think any of you were gonna take it most likely my second favorite Pixar movie. I'm taking Al from Al's Toy Barn in Toy Story 2. Whoa. Wow. I love Al. Um, just this. Al over Lotso Huggin' Bear? I, yeah. You know, I also had Lotso Huggin' Bear as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a Lotso Huggin' Bear. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Well, hush <laughs> now, Kim. No, I, um, Al is so fun. The, the Cheetos scene on the couch yeah. gets me every freaking time. You know, you know what gets me every freaking time is... Uh, I love if I said every freaking time because you said it. Uh, it's become like a Twitter meme uh-huh. where it's just like the, I can't believe I have to go all the way to work <laughs> on a Saturday. All and the way j- to work. And he just drives right across the street. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. And when he's like, he's talking on the phone and he's like, he's so caught up in this, this toy. And I don't know, another villain who like really isn't in there a whole lot because it is mm-hmm. more about the toys. Um, but he steals every scene he's in. Yeah, he's he's so funny. He is underrated, and I think Toy Story two is definitely two or three of my favorite Pixar movies. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. nice. Al's Toy Barn, and when he's in the chicken, <laughs> I, I he's just too funny for me. Yeah, that's yeah. sneaky pick. I like sneaky it. Sneaky pick for yeah. sure. It's it's very personalized to you, which I like that. Well, most of mine are. Like I said, yeah. I mean. I feel like, yeah, I feel like now that we're done, I feel like what I said earlier holds true, that our lists are very... I mean, especially with... A reflection of yeah. our personalities and our taste, which especially I love. Especially with the Joker, like like I said, Batman's just not always been my thing. But I, yeah. I see the argument why you think he's the best. Yeah, and but oh, like, and there's taking, definitely an argument for Thanos. I so it's like Thanos every yeah. day. Yeah. All right, I'm going to do a quick rundown of everybody's, okay. and then we can get into a couple of uh, some other people that got left out, but we'd like to mention... So in the superhero category, Teddy got Thanos. I have Doc Ock. Joe has Green Goblin. Yep. In the action category, Teddy has Ultron. I have Hans Gruber, and Joe has Darth Vader. Um, comedy, Teddy got White Goodman. I got Shooter McGavin, and Joe's got Harry and Marv. 
In the drama horror thriller category, Teddy has Payman from Hereditary. I got Terrence Fletcher from Whiplash. And Joe got Pennywise. Pennywise the clown. Animated, Teddy got Syndrome. I got Scar from The Lion King. And Joe got Turbo or King Candy from uh, Wreck-It Ralph. In sequel, Teddy got Al, Al's Toy Barn from Toy Story 2. I got Heath Ledger's Joker in The Dark Knight. And Joe got Bane from The Dark Knight Rises. Or did you want the uh, Batman and Robin Bane? <laughs> um, and then female Teddy got Adelaide from Us I got Amy Dunn from Gone Girl and Joe got Fairy Godmother from Shrek 2 Joe on, won that category on, on real pick <laughs> and then uh, in the miscellaneous or wild card category Teddy got Frank Costello from The Departed or The Departed The Departed, the Departed. <laughs> and then I got Hans Landa from Inglorious Bastards and Joe got Voldemort from the Harry Potter franchise Successful draft. I had wow. a lot of fun doing that. Can Deep I breath. say who I'm really surprised you didn't take? Yeah. In the animated or female is Screen Slaver from Incredibles 2. I know that you were very big on that. Uh, no. No? You Definitely not. One time you said that you really I, loved that villain. Did I? You did, yeah. I, well, if I did, I wish I hadn't. Oh. But, like, <laughs> Screen Slaver... I wasn't taking her. I'll tell you that. Well, sure. I was... She wasn't even on my list. Yeah. I... You said that. Okay. I well, I wish I hadn't. I'm not. I'm not a huge screen slaver guy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She just kind of meh. Eh, yeah, I do love Incredibles two though. It's a I good do movie. think. I do I, think Incredibles yeah, two is slept on. I don't. But yeah. But I do think she is definitely one of the weaker parts of the movie. Um, I guess we could go around and each say some uh, some people that we w- we would like to give a shout out to, even though they weren't on our list. Yeah. I could start us off. So um. In the superhero category, I really wanted to take um, Joker from the 1989 Batman, played by Jack Nicholson. Really? Really, really like his Joker a lot. Um, I do like Heath Ledger's more, and, you know, I really... I didn't want to be that guy that had two Jokers on his list. Even though we were allowed to do it, I didn't want to do it. Um, I In the sequel category, if I could do things over, I think I would have taken Joker in the superhero category... And in the sequel category, I would have taken Immortan Joe from Mad Max yes, Fury Road. I had that on there. Who I, I was, really, really like. I he's was, he's not sup, he's not much of a character per se. He's more just hungry for power, but he's so distinct in like the design of his character, and he's really, it. really frightening. And so I like him a lot. Um, I was going to bring that up. Uh, I really wanted to take um, Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. I. Would have taken him in drama horror thriller if I couldn't have gotten Terrence Fletcher or Hans Landa in that category too. But uh, so like he was the third ranked out of those three that I just mentioned, and uh, I really really love Anthony Hopkins in that role, and uh, he definitely deserves a shout out. Uh, Joe, I think you'll like this one. I really thought about Agent Smith from The Matrix. I, you're um, taking all my picks, man. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'll do I'll do two more and then I'll pass it over. Go for it. Oh, I'm sorry, three more. Another one, quick one, Raul Silva from Skyfall. Yep. Um, probably my favorite James Bond movie. Javier Bardem is really great in that role. Um, Jack Torrance, um, who is Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Um, and then this would have been my sleeper pick, and I really thought about taking him in Wild Card, but I really wanted Hans Landa. Um, I almost took Rocket from Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Really? Who I've gone on record saying how much I love the, the, planet, the new Planet of the Apes yep. trilogy. And I think he's an incredible villain. He challenges Caesar's beliefs so much. And uh, 
I think Caesars are such a great character, such a great protagonist, and uh, it's like one of the only times in that whole series where one of Caesar's own turns on him. Because, you know, you see in Rise of Planet of the Apes that he gains all the trust of the apes. Yeah. And then to have one of his own turn on him, it's you can see how difficult it is for Caesar to deal with. And I think that makes Rocket a really, really great villain. And uh, so, yeah, I wanted to give him a shout-out. So, uh, Joe, I'll pass it over to you. Yeah, well, first, um, maybe a protagonist draft. Uh-huh. Best heroes draft? Best same heroes. categories? Same categories, same everything? Okay. That'd be fun. That'd be cool. Um, so, a couple honorable mentions. I did have Agent Smith. Um, I love Matrix. I remember... Yeah. You've been talking about Matrix quite a bit. Yeah, I watched the Matrix movies for the first time back in December of yep. 2021, and they're awesome. Yeah, love the Matrix. It's it's so cool. I it think is. Agent Smith also super iconic. Yeah. Um, like, like, I just love him as a character. A couple other ones that I want to talk about um, were Dr. Evil. Yep. He was Austin Powers. He was in my top four. Yep. Yeah, he was one. And I also had Mugatu from Zoolander. Yeah. Uh, I, I was a big fan of him. Good, um, good early Will Ferrell performance. Exactly, yeah. And then some animated, uh, some other animated uh, villains I had. I had Titan from Megamind. I really like Titan Ooh. from Megamind. I really like Megamind in general. It's yeah. a good movie. I do like that movie. Um, I think Titan is, is really good. Really, really slept on villain. Uh, and then also Kingpin from Spider-Man. That was, that was, I was I going back and forth between, pick. yeah, him and Scar was who I was going I thought that's back. who you were going to And then I almost took Kingpin in the superhero category. Yeah. And then I was like, I, I just had to go Doc Ock. Yeah. Um, mm. I was also Doc Ock in my... You know, sequel thing, sequel, sequel yeah. category. Um, another like wild card one that I had was Calvin Candy from Django. Yep. I love, I love Django like yeah. so much. Like that great, movie is great Leo performance. Yeah, one, one of my favorites. Um, and then last one that I will talk about is Davy Jones. Pirates <laughs> <laughs> uh, of the Caribbean. Dead Man's Chest. Dead Man's Chest. Yeah. <laughs> Davy Jones. I don't know if I like him as like a villain, like how he's portrayed, but I just. Like I think Davy Jones is just like the design of him was yeah, great. I exactly, thought, yeah, yeah. I that just beard. think that he's, yeah, I, yeah, good, so, good honorable mentions there. With, yeah, <laughs> Teddy, any uh, any other ones you wanted to shout out? I do. I you guys named a lot of them that I had. A lot of these uh, pertain to me, but I mm-hmm. just couldn't pull the trigger, especially. The one I really wanted to was Fresh Cakes from Ted. <laughs> Donnie. That's the Donnie difference. Um, <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to bring him up. I really, really wanted to, but I just, yeah. especially being comedy, I had to take White Goodman. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I also thought about Ed Rooney from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. That's fair. Uh, Dark Helmet from Spaceballs. Yeah. yeah. Good one. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, for animated, I thought about Lord Business. Yes. Lord he Business. Was, uh-huh. yeah. Yes. And I thought about Long him. as well. Ooh, Ooh Panda. Yeah. Good ones. Good animated. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I don't know. Uh, Syndrome, obviously, I picked them early. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did have Lotso Huggin' Bear. I did have the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, um, <laughs> Fletcher, Fletcher was my number one pick in drama horror thriller. Sorry. Uh, I had Joan. I also had Muse from Captain Phillips. Oh, really? Which I thought, in a, in a pinch, I could use him. The last one I want to touch on um, was President Orlean from Don't Look Up for my uh, female. Really, really liked that movie. I forgot about how much you love that movie. Probably yeah. more than everybody else, but uh, yeah. yeah. A little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Just, just, just a smidge. Just a smidge. <laughs> yeah. um, one other comedy uh, villain that I had really high up. This was, so. like I said, I had four that I really liked. And it was White Goodman, Shooter McGavin, Dr. Evil, and then Jean Girard from yeah, Talladega Nights, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. who I, I find so funny. And I 
outside of Bor- uh, Borat is probably my favorite Sasha Baron Cohen performance. Um, and then my other female villain who would have been my backup was uh, Nurse Ratched from the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Another Nicholson movie, which is it's like the fourth time we've mentioned him on this uh, pod. Uh, he just screams scary. He screams he is, villain. He, <laughs> he does give some great villain performances, but uh, I think that just about covers my honorable mentions. Joe, do you have anything else you wanted to add? Last one was just Zemo. I know we, we talked yeah. about him earlier, but yeah, he's yeah. one of the villains that I really like because a lot of people think he is lame. You know, he's like not, he's got nothing special about him. Yeah, he's kind of a little bitch boy, but I do like he him. He is kind of a little pussy boy. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, I think, I think he's great because he knows like, he's like, you know, I'm nothing special. So like really the only way I can like beat them is to have them like fight each other. Like, right. Dig up yeah. some dirt. You know, like let's let's get this thing going, and, and I think he does a really good job. And I think that it like, I think that Civil War as a movie is is really good. It's one of my favorite Marvel movies. I agree, and um, um, definitely. I just love the dynamic. Yeah, especially seeing where what Marvel has done in the past, in the post Endgame era. Yeah, Teddy and I talked about Have this on our last episode. Thor, Joe. No, yeah, I, don't waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't think I've heard a single positive review on that movie. I, look, I. Yeah, up until Endgame, I'm a bigger Marvel fan than most people. I I really liked Marvel yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, up through Endgame, and then they just. But yeah, I mean, yeah. how do you come back from Thanos? Like yeah, how, how do you create a, a story without, you know? Yeah, it, it just doesn't. It seems like it's like, that was where you know Marvel, you know, climaxed. And you're like, oh, like yeah, this really should should have just hung it up. Exactly. But I, I, I think that would have been perfect. So. Yeah. When there's so much money to be made, they were like, hey, yeah, why stop? they just got greedy. And, you know, I mean, the the last, what, like six Marvel movies? I mean, just, Teddy and I literally had this conversation yesterday on, yeah. or on our most recent episode. Yeah, ass. Yeah. Just uh, just cheeks. Black Widow. <laughs> Shang-Chi. God. <laughs> um, Eternals. Don't even get me started. <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home. It, Doctor it, Strange 2. Nope. And now Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. I touch on some of those. Um, Eternals was... A zero. Hilarious. Like, laughably bad. You and I saw that together, Joe. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't believe a lot of the stuff in that movie. There was, was just so much wrong with it. Yeah, it was It was like Marvel, like, oh, yeah, we're going to try some stuff. We're going to try to take this in a new direction, and, like, none of it works. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is hilarious, and it's, like, two hours and, like, 30-some minutes long. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It's it's really bad. Yeah. I uh, I had, hadn't seen Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Shung, Shung, show some respect. Uh, or the Eternals, I haven't seen any of them, and I have no interest. But yeah. from every other movie I've seen, the newest yeah. Thor is my least favorite. And I think the shows are just ridiculous. I will say, yeah. I did enjoy Loki, the show. Didn't watch it. Really? I thought, see, I, I heard everyone else saying that that was one of the worst. What? I, I'm I pretty, watch- no, I'm pretty sure Loki has a reputation of being the best show so far. I really? will. Loki's the one I didn't watch. I watched um, the Winter Wha- Soldier and. Falcon and the Winter Falcon Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I watched WandaVision. I thought I WandaVision watched. was really bad. See, I wasn't a fan of it. And I've heard other. Th- I've heard people say that was one of the better ones. Yeah, I think WandaVision and Loki have the reputation of being like the best two. That's yeah. the reputation they have. Mm. I personally thought Loki was solid. I did not like WandaVision. I thought Falcon and the Winter Soldier was one of the most disposable television experiences I've ever had. Yeah. Um, and then I just have refused to watch the other ones. And I, it's like, it's it's because it's all like, here you go. Like, dedicate eight hours of your time to watch these shows so you can understand a four-second reference in our next movie. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, 
absolutely not. I just will not do that. Yeah. And, and that's and it's I there's so much adding to the reason I don't like Marvel anymore and that's just one thing but yeah, yeah. I watched the most recent one I watched was Moon Knight and yeah, and I skipped I, it. I liked Moon Knight cuz I like Oscar Isaac yeah. a lot. I like and Ethan Hawke a lot too, which is Yeah, I mm-hmm. I loved Oscar Isaac and I thought he like was just a, like really just good. Okay. Yeah, solid performance. I don't really think I like you know, outside of his performance, anything really about the show suit like like, like a ton. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, it just seems like you're like you watch it, you're like, oh, okay, and you're like, this isn't gonna be in anything. Like like this is that's it. Yeah, you, they're like, hey, this is this is a thing. By yep. the way, hey, but they also try to be like, but it's really important. You you have to watch <laughs> it so you understand. But then at the end of the day, it's like we're six m- movies into this new phase and. I outside of anything. outside of the how they incorporated Wanda and Doctor Strange too, like none of the other shows have meant anything. Teddy, have you seen uh, Doctor Strange too? Okay, no, I'm, I'm really not a to. fan. Don't yeah, really I really yeah. thought it was bad, and I love Sam Raimi, who I, directed it. But I, I was watching. I didn't have high expectations because I didn't see it in theaters. I waited for it to come out on Disney Plus, and I watched it, and I stopped halfway through, and I was like, "Is this worth to finish it?" <laughs> yeah, and then I. <laughs> I like um, started. Re-watch- I was like, you know, what? I'll just finish it. And I was watching it with my girlfriend, and we watched like this. There's a there's a scene where um, there's like a fight scene with like music, music notes. notes. And I was like, one of the this dumbest. This has got to be I've some of seen. this like the dumbest shit I have ever seen <laughs> portrayed in a movie. Like like literally ever. And like my thing is, if you're gonna have a fight with music notes, <laughs> like fine, but commit to it. Like make the whole movie that like silly. Like, it's a multiverse movie. Like, go for it, yeah. you know? Yeah, it, you have literally infinite possibilities of what you could do. Right. So if you want to do that, go for it. I'm fine with that. But it's like... They, Let's the movie, make them fight with music notes. It's, it's, the movie is so incredibly boring. Like, literally one of the multiverses they go to, the only thing that's different about it from the Earth that we live on is that at stoplights... Red means go and green means stop. Yeah, and it's I'm just like, like that's, more vibrant. It's I'm like, like that's the most creative you could do. You got two hundred and fifty million dollars to make this shit. Like yeah. I, yeah. I was like I was genuinely offended. And they expect me to just keep coming back to these movies. That's why I don't want to go see Thor. That's why I want to stop giving like these movies my money. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous and it's honestly like sad, I think, that it, they still make as much money as they do. Yeah, I, I think with the idea of like a multiverse, like in recent years, it's been more, like, played with in movies. Yeah. Like, this is, like, a movie that, like, you're you're dedicating to it. Yeah. And, like, this is, like, this is what your writers came up with. Like, right. Like, this is, like, this was your idea of how to portray it. And it was, like, this is, like, it's it's lame. It's, it's, it it's is sad. really it's, like, lame. Were you a fan of the first Doctor Strange? I mean, yeah. I wasn't, like, not a fan of it. I, I thought it was good. But going into this movie, I mean, I, I like Doctor Strange. I think Benedict Cumberbatch is, is mm-hmm. solid. Mm-hmm. I just was, like... It just felt like just so dumb. Like yeah. I, I was like, you have like this. I just feel like I'm being talked, like I'm being treated like a child when I watch these movies. Yeah. They are the least challenging movies I've oh, ever yeah. experienced. Yeah. It's just like, there's like this huge, like you think of multiverse and you're like infinite, like infinite number of multiverses. And then it's like, let's pick the one that's just like earth right now. And it's like, I know. what? Yeah. It's ridiculous. And, I want to I want to wrap this up because I think this is yeah. a podcast for a different day. Yeah. But okay. like one of the big things going around on Twitter right now is because so many people are shitting on the new Thor movie saying it sucks. And now there's this argument of people defending it where they're saying how come you people can't just turn your brain off and enjoy like a movie for what it is. 
And people, and the the best counter argument towards it is like, well, because the movie costs $250 million. So if I'm going to go see this movie, I want something, a genuinely great experience, you know? And because these movies make so much money, these movies are going to keep continue, they're going to continue to keep being, getting made. And these other movies, these other more creative movies aren't going to be made. And yeah. if they are, they're going to be released on streaming platforms that barely anybody has, and they're just yeah. going to fall by the wayside. Nobody's going to know about them. And we are going to get, it's for every like genuinely great small movie we get, like an Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is a, a movie about the multiverse that Teddy and I talked about on the most recent episode. For every one of those movies, we're going to have to sit through 15 Thor Love and Thunders. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, it's it's like to, to just tell an audience to just turn your brain off and enjoy it for what it is is a stupid argument because I think people underestimate how much people like being challenged by movies. Like I want to think the, yeah, I think exactly. And yeah. Like that's why I love, that's why dark Knight is by far my favorite superhero movie. And why I think that's, I think that's the case for a lot of people. Cause that's like a challenging watch. It's a, it's a complex story because it has a complex villain who puts a hero to the test in, in a way that he's never been pushed before. And in, in Nolan storing Nolan storytelling it's very non-linear. It like jumps around. It shows you a lot of things without telling you things. So it forces you to pay attention. And Marvel movies literally explain everything that happens to you like you're two years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, now we are at this location where this special rock is located so we can get this rock and put it into this bracelet so we can take it to this location where we can use the bracelet to get another rock. And I'm like... I mean, what the fuck do I look like? Yeah. And yeah. they expect me to just keep paying for these movies, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, like, in the Doctor Strange movie, it's like, well, this book makes you pure evil. And it's like, well, how do you beat it? Well, this book will just give you the answer. Yep, it's like, exactly. well, what's the answer? It's just going to tell you what it is, because it's the book yeah. of pure truth and goodness and great. Yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. what? It's like, so all I have to do is just get this, and I win. Yep. Uh-huh. It's like... And somebody, <laughs> and somebody got paid $10 million to write that. <laughs> yeah, I just, I was like... This like this is it like I I'm like man like really yeah I was like this this is I I just was so I mean like when I was a kid I loved it oh like, yeah when I was oh, a kid yeah. because like, it's four kids growing up with with the you know with the MCU I was like freak yeah like woo like mm-hmm. you know and now like after again like after Thanos like I'm just like this is so dumb like, this I is ridiculous but la- oh sorry no no go ahead I just want to say the last thing Jake and I talked about it and I'm just curious. A lot of people who are big Marvel fans use the excuse, well, that was written that way in the comic books. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I honestly I'm I, I don't like that. Like I don't like yeah, that as like a I like, agree. We, it's don't, like, we don't either. It's like come on, like <laughs> well, it doesn't matter who's like it's like it's yeah. Bad. yeah. <laughs> if it's yeah, bad, like, it's bad. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's like if you if you read it, you're gonna have the same exact right. response to watching it. And it's it. not yeah. like there's a comic book that is like literally word for word, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. They're right. pulling from a variety yeah. of comic books, and it's just like you don't have to do that. Yeah. yeah, it's like you 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 pay these writers so much money. Like, first of all, I'm I don't know for sure, but I really feel like they have like they have like these creative handcuffs on them, mm-hmm. where it's like the studio's making them write them a certain way. Yeah, and I really wish that you know, I really wish we got more movies like Dark Knight, like Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Like those first two Spider-Man movies with uh, Tobey Maguire, where it's like you you have a lot of creative freedom from the people behind the camera, and it it always ends up better that way, and yeah. it's always so much more unique, and it's just 
Marvel is just a conveyor belt of trash now, I think. Yeah. So that's how I feel about it. But yeah, but back to um supervillains and the point of this episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um I I don't know if we, we have like a, a segment for this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my, my steal of the draft. And I think that my steal of the draft was um I'm I'm gonna go with uh Fairy Godmother. Yeah, hundred percent. I think I think yeah, hundred percent steal of the draft. Yeah, I mean, if I had to pick a steal of my own, I mean, I personally think it's getting Heath Ledger's Joker at two because in my eyes he's unanimous one one. That's fair. But other than that, I think it's the fact that I was just able to get Hans Landa in like the fifth round because I I love Inglorious Bastards. That's yep. like a top five movie for me. So, but again, these are how we feel about our own yeah. picks. So Teddy, what was your steal? I think you were going to take syndrome next. Oh yeah. yeah. Syndrome was That's definitely my, my one, one for animated. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good steal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, we should probably wrap this up. We should, yeah, we should. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, Teddy, Joe, thank you for joining me. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for having us. I'm yeah. really glad we were able to do this, and I would love to draft again sometime soon. Do you guys want to do another one of these? Drafting yeah. is more fun than Drafting just... is a lot it's, of fun. It's extremely yeah. competitive, which is, is, which is yeah. fun. Yeah. So, yeah, well, let's, let's think of something and uh, hop yeah. back on the mic soon. All right, I thanks like for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the uh, True Critic Podcast.